0: Hey there and hey there! Welcome to the Beautiful But Forgotten Words Podcast! Yes, even a minute for this episode, you already get an applause from me. Just thought we all need one every once in a while, don't you think? Anyways, so the BFW is where we change the way we look at things and how we view the world with the amazing power of words. The goal is to make people know more about the wonderful joys of word diction and how it's not only educational, but also entertaining in its own little way. Finally, a random word will be given the spotlight to show off its beauty to our society. As we go through this process, I'll be applying it to stories, examples, recommendations, and other fun stuff. Basically, I'll be talking about anything and everything in hopefully half an hour. Now, are you ready? Prepare yourself, listener, as we begin to talk about the word of the day. Alright everybody, if you could just look at the title real quick, it says that we are now on episode number 3. Episode number 3 of the BFW Podcast. The number 3 is a very special number to me, so I'm feeling extra sentimental. Plus, I thought my microphone broke this morning as I was setting up, so I think that's also an added factor to my roller coaster of emotions. Also, if you are looking at the episode title, might as well look at that podcast art. Rafi has been making these specially for me, so I would like to just give her a little shout-out before we start. Okay? Okay? Let's get it! So, the word of the day is the Spanish word, "sobremesa." Sobremesa. Yes, it's a beautiful word that involves or talks about food. Yes. I wanted it to be different for this episode because, as you may have noticed, the last two episodes were all about nature and environment so might as well talk about food now also because last october 16 was world food day so i kind of want to celebrate that international day by talking about it in this episode yeah with that, let's go to the etymology of the word sobremesa. So that we can, you know, be able to understand it more before we go to the actual definition because, you know, suspense. All right. So, sobre, I mean, sobremesa if you break it down. Sobre means over or above, and mesa means table. Put them together, you get over the table or above the table wow it's, a, it's very literal but if you if you put a law on it like a la sobremesa it means dessert or table cover yeah that's another meaning for sobremesa and because of this it actually makes it more clear now to what what sobremesa might be all about so this is actually really really nice sobremesa Is the time spent around the table after lunch or dinner, talking to the people you shared the meal with. It's a time to digest and savor both food and friendship. Okay, so this definition was provided by Amigo de la Lengua. Muchas gracias, amigo. (laughs) So, wow. I actually feel, I really feel this really hard because I've been doing this with my family. Like, every night. And the fact that it talks about time after the meal, that extra time spent at the table, it really makes me so emotional because you know how important time is, how crucial time is. And it's that certain theme that really relates to everybody, you know, it hits them hard. Yeah. So, sobremesa is something that I actually practice every dinner time. Because out of all the meals of the day, dinner is my favorite. I don't know why. Maybe it's because it's, oh, you know, at night. I don't know, okay? I really don't know. It's just a personal preference, but dinner is really the one for me. Again, sobremesa is like just one of those words that you really don't know that there is a word for until you do your research. And I'm so happy that I was able to find out about sobremesa. Because you know, like I said in the beginning, I'm a very sentiment- sentimental person. I'm a very sentimental person, so I really feel this word on an emotional level. Okay, moments like sobremesa really make you wish that life would go by slower. All right, let me share some of my experiences with sobremesa, so we can have some application in this portion of the podcast so like i said a while ago i usually experience sobremesa with the family yeah i think that's actually what the word is trying to say that if you have any any like arguments with your family or if you want to catch up with your family might as well settle it at the table where all of you can meet up and really like pause in the day it's like what we do in our family we do a little prayer and then we make sure that there are no gadgets on the table so that we can make some cuento like the tiny wins funny stories stuff we found online just to really catch up because we don't see each other the whole day we we are all divided in our rooms doing our own thing like for my sister she has online uh she has an online job for my brother online school for me online college so The only people I really see is probably my mom because I share a room with her. So when we're there on the table, we always ask like, Hey, how's your day? And then one by one, we all go. But sometimes I'm just the one listening because a lot of times when I try to talk, it always gets interrupted. It's so hard to finish anything. And sometimes we end up forgetting what we want to say most of the time. But the fact that we're just there and enjoying each other's company is probably... Such a re- uh, such a delight already for us Like, it's such a blessing Because it's the only time we really get to talk to each other And we're always so busy Like I said It's, a re- it's very rare that we do sobremesa Even a while ago uh, Before I prepared for this episode My sister was like Hey, you wanna have some tea later? And I'm like, okay, let's do a sobremesa And then it's like, wow, that is such a good word to use in a sentence No, really, that's what I thought of <laughs> <laughs> because it's so it's so pretty. Like, hey, let's have a sobremesa. It's a sentence that I really want someone to to tell me. Like, hey Marion, do you wanna have a sobremesa with me? Right? It just feels good to hear that somebody wants your company. That's why I wanna talk about also my experiences with my friends and how I had sobremesa with them when I was in high school. Or like even after I graduated and we would have sobremesa whenever it was somebody's birthday. Because that's the only time we get to see each other too. Since, you know, we're busy with our own college lives and it's so rare to find free time. These are really the rare cases where I get to spend time with them and really, you know, bond and really develop that quality relationship with them. But you know, going back to like these friends, though, like I remember in high school, uh I would always look back like at my cafeteria days, those for me were really the best moments in high school when i was whenever I'm with my friends and we would apparently do sobremesa, mesa, you know how, so I would be we would be in the table, uh we would be. Telling each other stories during lunch like About the subject, the school system, the teachers The price is going higher in the cafeteria But we have to buy the food anyway Because it's good and it's what's there Even if nothing really happens Or nothing really changes from what we tell each other it just It just feels so good to know that somebody is listening to you Or somebody is there to comfort you and to relate with you, you know? And it's just, I really miss those days too when we would actually have desserts after our lunch and we would split the money so that we could buy, so we could share like ice cream, pancakes. Yo, those were the good stuff. My gosh, the simple pleasures in life. Okay, wait, that's enough reminiscing for now. That's enough sappy moments for now, okay? <laughs> Um I th- I think that we should save some of them for another time. All right. So let's move on to the second part of this podcast where we go to the internet. Yeah. So I actually wanted to find out or like I really wanted to learn more about this tradition, like this the culture of Spain and how they practice Sobremesa. Because like right now, we're just given the simple explanation that, oh, it's a meal. Oh, it's the time you spent after a meal. But then like, what is it really? Like if there's a more, if there's like a deeper meaning to it. So I gathered different articles. So let's read. So, sobremesa is the Spanish tradition of relaxing at the table after a heavy meal. It begins after dessert is served and typically lasts between half an hour and an hour. During summertime and holidays, the practice tends to last longer. The sobremesa hour is one of Spain's main TV prime times. In general, physical activity is avoided during this break, and conversation is freely had. Depending on the habits of the area or country in question, coffee, tea, or a small liquor of fire, water, spirit in a shot glass is generally served, or a cigar may be smoked. Oh. I, okay, okay, I see this, I see this. So, My family, when we have reunions, we would, I would always see my titos smoking cigarettes or like, they would be, after eating, they would like be in one corner and they would all have like a tito talk. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So that's like their version of sobremesa. but I'm glad that they don't smoke anymore that much. We also have this article and the title is The Untranslatable Secret to the Perfect Spanish Meal. Think the most important aspect of a Spanish lunch is the food? Think again. Oh, Spain is renowned for heart-stopping paellas, artery-loosening wines, and thick, thicker-friendly olive oil. Such as España's gastronomic success, its patatas, bravas, and rojas are crushed, crunched, and slurped all over the world. What hasn't translated globally, however, is the art of the sobremesa. Mm. You see that they know that sobremesa is a beautiful but forgotten word. <laughs> but going back, going back. So the extended nature of sobremesa can lead to deep discussions you might not have otherwise. Think sentences that begin with You've inspired me to or I've been wanting to say how much it means to me that you Oh my goodness, really? This is so nice. What the heck? It's like a pep talk. Yo, this is so, so good. I think a lot of us really need that every once in a while. A pep talk from your closest friends, from your family members, or actually, you know, you could actually give it to yourself. You just look at the mirror, you know, the ones that they do in the movies. You pump yourself up like that. Like, hey, you know what? You didn't really do well yesterday, but now. I'm so proud of you because you did this, you did this, you did that. Mmm, gosh. And then it says here also, As a chef, oh, so it's a, okay, so it's, somebody quoted this. As a chef, when I see people spending time at the table after lunch, I feel that it's a sign that everything has gone well. But oftentimes, people enjoy themselves even more than during the meal itself. The sobremesa can be magical. I agree! I agree to you, chef! As for Sobremesa rules, there are only a few to follow. Most importantly, is that aside from urgent necessities, necessities, nobody gets up from the table. You have to stay at the table where you ate amid the post lunch wreckage of crumpled napkins, stray packets of sugar, and the last pieces of dessert that may or may not get eaten. Sobremesa is about prolonging the lunch because you've had such a good time that you don't want it to end If you leave the table, the spell will be broken. Wow! Oh my goodness, the person who wrote this is so good. I really want to learn how to write like this. The article is not even done, and I'm already feeling many things, okay? (laughs) So, this is what I'm talking about, guys. This is what I'm talking about, all right? Sobremesa is powerful. Sobremesa is beautiful. They know what I'm talking about. They know what I'm talking about. Then to end this article, it says here, How long does Sobremesa last? There's no set rule. But it often lasts for as long as the meal itself. Some legends will take it all the way through until they are hungry again. But this is unusual wow let's have a moment okay let's let's pause for a while to take that all in oh my gosh i really really mm, i am really in love with this word i really love sobremesa. so with that let's summarize everything with what did you learn or what are the new discoveries Basically, what did you learn from that article, okay? Because that already says a lot. Wow. So, Sobremesa may be about food. It talks about the meal that you have with someone. But if you look at it deeper, it's more on that someone. Like that person that you shared that meal with. Or a group of people. The company. And... This is really important everyone. You really cannot take this lightly. Sobremesa will not be sobremesa if the people that you are spending it with aren't good quality people. You wouldn't want to spend or like waste your time or energy on those who will judge you, those who put you down, and those who just are like, are just toxic. Those who poison you, you know, people that you share sobremesa with, are supposed to help you become a better person and inspire you to always do better. You gotta, you gotta be careful. You really have to be careful, okay? I don't want you to spend sobremesa with someone and then when you're done with that, you don't feel good at all. Like you feel very icky. You feel empty. You feel sad. No, that's not what Sobra is all about It really, really depends on the company I don't think that it's going to be called Sobra Mesa anymore If the people that you are with Aren't even paying attention to you Or even listening to you It's just going to be A regular thing It's not gonna be special Yeah? You see what I'm trying to say? That's why the next time you have sobremesa with your family or your friends, I want you to be present and really just take in all that goodness that you share with them. Alright? Don't use gadgets. Just listen to them. Take in what they have to say. And also don't forget the people who prepared the meal before you while you have sobremesa. Think of them as your friend too. All they want is to make sure that you enjoy your meal and to them, if they see that you're happy and that you are enjoying, that is their own sobremesa. Their own personal sobremesa. Like they're going to take those memories with them whenever they cook again for other or for more people. Making sure that they pass the sobremesa to them. So make sure you just pass the sobremesa, all right? Just remember also that while you have your own sobremesa, you're also responsible for someone else's sobremesa. It's a tradition that we have to respect and remember properly. Alright? Alright. Wow, okay. Amazing. That was under half an hour. Great job, Morgan. Great job. Let's go. Let's go. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Applause to that. <laughs> This episode was actually really hard for me because I was really behind schedule But luckily and miraculously, I was able to pull through! Let's go! Let's go! So hopefully in the next episode, my microphone won't be super glitchy anymore I hope my cord will be okay I gotta make sure that it's fine, you know? Anyways, um, back to the outro So I want to I wanna say thank you if you have reached this far, if you were able to learn something or if you want to connect with me, feel free to message me in my social media accounts. I have an Instagram and a Twitter and hopefully by the next episode, I will be having a Facebook page soon. So, but for now, it's more in Francesca, Francesca with no vowels because Twitter and Instagram have those specifications, yeah? I hope also that if you want to to leave a review about my podcast and share it also with your family members or with your friends. Yeah. And until the next episode, I hope that you stay happy and healthy. Remember, I post an episode every Saturday. So I hope you look forward to that. Okay. Farewell, fellow Logophiles. Until next time. Goodbye.